Hey everyone and welcome to Already Cancelled, I am Peter, that is Tara, and we are going to talk about The Twilight Zone Season 1 Episode 5, it is called Walking Distance, so full spoilers for the episode, as always. So Tara, you're older than me, so Walking Distance is, is what you used to have to do to go to the bathroom, right? Mm-hmm, nice one. You had the little, the little hut outside the back and everyone shared a toilet in the, the, the street. We had to... Excuse me. I've broken her. It's only taken a minute, but I've broken her. Help me! I'm so old. I'm dying. (laughs) Yeah, we had to set up a line between the front door and the outhouse so we can walk it Mm -hmm. at night. Yeah. 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 Had a little moon on it. I crack age jokes, but you're literally only like four years older than me, which is we don't need to go into specifics. Which I think. Which I think is classified as the same generation. I don't think we're like, like, whenever we start talking about movies and movies we grew up with, we are, we're talking about the exact same movies and TV shows. Like they're all the same things. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you're not that much older, but I am going to hold it over you forever and always. Great. Looking forward to it. See when those see when those grey hairs start showing. Oh, baby. Oh, you can't see them on camera. Okay. <laughs> not yet. That's good to know. Not yet. <laughs> They're definitely not there. No. <laughs> I don't think I've got great hair, so I don't notice any. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to make a joke. Go on. Uh-huh. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> it's not as thick at the front as it used to be. Yes, I'm aware that this part of the head does not contain any hair. Well, there's a bit of hair up here, but uh, yes. It's quite thick at the back. It's quite luscious at the back. Luscious, I tell you. Luscious. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that was a tangent. Uh, so, walking distance. Um, this is an episode about a man named Martin Sloan who's taking a quick getaway from work. He's driving on a on a you know back road. You know, pulls up at a gas station and realizes that he's near a town that he grew up in. He's he's near this small town, and his car needs to be fixed, so it's staying there at the garage and uh, or garage for my my uh, my locals. Um, and he he's like, oh, that's walking distance. Hence, where the title of the episode comes from. And he he walks there, but of course the twist here, because it's Twilight Zone, is that he is transported back in time to the the years of his youth when he was eleven years old. Which, if my calculations are right, are about the mid to late thirties. <laughs> yeah, I think they say a specific date, like nineteen thirty-seven. Yeah, okay, that's fair. And he slowly, you know, realizes this, and then eventually interacts with his younger self, and also his parents, and. Uh, that's the last episode, and we'll we'll talk about where it goes. So, uh, Tara, did you enjoy the distance of walking? <laughs> I know I say this every week, but yeah, this is. I think this is a pretty great episode. I really enjoyed it a lot. I don't think you said especially last coming week. off the heels of like the last one, which sort of had a similar premise, just like reminiscing in the past and living in the past. This one does it, like, so much better. Yeah, the, the theme is the same. Like, it's about, you know, living in your past. Although, it's a little bit different in the sense that this is almost like... He, um... I mean, the end point is kind of the same, and he, he, he can't just live in the past, of course, but some of it's also about kind of rediscovering his past to sort of almost, like, rediscover his fire, because he's he's, he's so miserable. He's got like, this boring job, mm-hmm. he's... he's, he's Working ninety five, he's got he's in the business business suit and he's he's looking stressed yeah. out and sweaty. He has like a line that says, uh, like if he has one more board meeting, he'll throw himself out a window or something. Yeah. He says he's, or Sterling says he's the vice president of some company. Yeah. So, 
I, I, I guess in many ways it's about him rediscovering the magic of like excitement and youth and and all the rest of it. Remembering a time when he didn't have all this responsibility and when you know there was there was no shackles of life on mm-hmm. him. Uh, so that, that's that's kind of the gist of the episode. Uh, I like you it know, too. I, I, oh, okay, go ahead. I, just, I liked it too. That, that's 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 fine. Mm-hmm. Please, please, you 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 take control. One of the, of the first show. things I noticed um, <laughs> from the episode was that uh, when the character first comes on the screen, he's almost immediately unlikable. <laughs> 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 like he's talking the horn, real obnoxious. The guy kind of says something smart to him, like. I don't know. It's not what we're we're used to. He seems like a pompous exec with a cool car that is super impractical because he's driving in dirt and like brushing dirt off the whole time. I don't know. It, it's a different character than we've seen so far in the Twilight Zone. I just uh, I just noticed <laughs> the name in the credits that stuck out to me. Uh, oh, I think I know which one. Yeah, Ron Hubbard's <laughs> apparently in this episode as a young boy. Yeah, yeah, he's the kid who's playing marbles. On the yeah, street. shit. And says, you're not Marty Sloan. Damn, he, he's <laughs> it's pre-OP. Old. Yeah, he's old. Yeah, yeah he's getting old. Um, <laughs> so, oh shit, I didn't even realise. I didn't realize. I, I didn't know he looked like as a kid. Um, that's, that's, yeah. that's, there you go. Yeah. There's always at least one name or one face that's recognisable. That's, that's insane. Mm-hmm. There's um, two in this one for me. Uh, what's the other one? The other one is his father, who... I remember from Star Trek, the original series. <laughs> He's in an episode called The Side of Paradise, which is the season one episode. He plays a botanist on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. He actually uh, died in 67, so he, he didn't even live to the end of uh, Star Trek's original so- show. Oh, what a shame. That quite Yeah, it's a shame. Um, but yeah, I actually just... thought he was quite great in this episode. He is pretty good because that's, that's kind of where the, some of the more interesting stuff comes is when he ends up following his younger self back to his house and tries to convince his parents that he's the, the son. Um, and he feels a little bit dense in the sense that he's not really figured out that he's went through time, like like mm-hmm. for a lot of the episode. He, he kind of like... Right. There's, there's one thing after the other where he goes to the, the old uh, like milkshake shop and he orders a milkshake and it's a dime and he's like, wait, what? Like... Yeah, the the audience definitely picks it up before the main character does, because they he tells yeah. that story about Mister Walton or something who who also yeah. hangs out in the chair, and then once he leaves, you show that he's actually there. You're like, okay, so the audience is supposed to know before he does what's happening. Yeah, and they also make a point of him saying that he died years ago, so we know that you know <laughs> he couldn't be around anymore. Um, I actually laugh because at the end of the episode when he comes back to present day, you know, for the time of the show. He goes back to that mm-hmm. same place, and it's like it's this bustling. There's a lot of fifties music playing. And he goes up and orders yeah, the same. Yeah, present day, which is still the past for us. <laughs> yeah, fifty nine. But he goes up and orders the same drink, and the guy's like, "Oh, it'll cost you extra. That'll be thirty five cents." And he's like, thirty five. <laughs> and I'm like, thirty five cents is the expensive version. <laughs> I know, inflation. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what was this drink costing now? Like six dollars. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Does anybody order? Triple ice cream scoop. sodas <laughs> I don't know, i'm yeah. not sure what the drink is <laughs> it, it, it's a really old-fashioned thing i i feel like i had like something like this once or twice as a kid but it was never like a, a regular yeah it, it would probably be a, like a 50s themed diner of some type that you would order it from like yeah. a malt a place where you get a malt from it was like a triple scoop chocolate soda which sounds yeah, disgusting. Sounds disgusting. <laughs> yeah i want no part of this 
kidding me? Yeah, um, one thing on the episode also in that diner scene, I, I couldn't help but notice that I thought this episode was really like beautifully shot. They had a lot of really oh. nice close-ups and stuff on it too. Um, I don't know. Again, different from the other episodes. Yeah, there, it there, looked really nice. There was a nice stylistic touch when he first walked in the diner at the start, the uh, the milkshake place. Uh, you don't realize it at first, but he's actually we're actually looking at the mirror. It's not until it pulls right. out and you realize that we're looking at a reflection, which is kind of thematic for the episode because it's refl- you know him reflecting on his past essentially. Because you you could look at this episode and say he never really traveled to the past. This is all just him kind of in his head revisiting the, these places and kind of having this kind of breakdown if you want to go that way. Sort of, but there is something that happens that affects him in the future. Oh, you, 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 now you're right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Because the he. He chases his younger self like a like a let's be honest a serial killer, right? He's chasing him through a little the, bit, yeah, through the carousel, and he's like chasing him through, and his younger self falls and hurts his knee, and then he immediately like falls and holds his knee in pain, and it turns out right, he's had right. a he's had a bad knee has like you know ever since this incident. Um, yeah, it's cool that it's it's you know giving us more rules of what he's going through exactly. Yeah. Nah, that, that, uh, but the mirror thing is a good observation because I did notice when he's. When he first sees the sign for his hometown, which is actually just called Homewood. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah, I I, I remember <laughs> thinking it was on the name. yeah it was on the nose. It's like oh it's his hometown Homewood. It's right. like they didn't even try with that name. <laughs> no no, what's the homeliest sounding name we can give it exactly? But when he is walking towards it, when he sees it, um, they show it also through a mirror. Now that you bring that up. Mm. Like he's walking away, but it's being shot through a mirror. So, yeah. I mean, that could be a running theme that I just didn't notice. Yeah, and then, and then literally he's he's looking at himself later. You know, his younger self is a reflection essentially. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's that's really fascinating. Um, you know, and I, I like the more subtle like things. That I mean, not subtle as we understand what's happening, but like when he's talking to the other kid, he's talking to young Ron Howard with the marbles, and he mentions the mm-hmm. house. He's like, oh, you mean the you mean the Sloan house? Like, well, it's Sloan. That's my name. Like, it's still a Sloan. That's what it's still called. And I'm like, yeah, yeah it's because yeah. you still, it's the past, you fool. <laughs> Your younger self's in there. Uh, yeah, there's a really funny, well, it's sort of funny when you think about it, when he's talking to his mom and he's saying, I'm your son. I know he goes on vacation at this time every year. <laughs> like, oh, oh my God. <laughs> Don't make you're keeping a calendar of where your, his son travels to. It's uh, it's a little unsettling if you think about it. Yeah, if the, if the, if those Luckily lines, the father believes them eventually. <laughs> yeah, if those lines of dialogue were still there and something that was set present day, they'd literally be mm-hmm. calling the cops and saying there's a pedophile hunting our son. That that would be exactly right. what they would say. Um, and obviously we know he's innocent. He's not doing anything weird. But like, yeah, it sounds <laughs> crazy. It sounds stalkery. Um, but you know, like you know, he's he's trying to show him his ID and you know like to prove who he is and and whatever else um but he he eventually runs off and he runs after the kid and i i you know and then eventually the father like comes up after the kids you know because he's because he comes back out later the kid's been carried away after hurting himself he comes back out and he's like oh this you know you'll be fine like you know it's just just you'll have a bit of a limp maybe but you'll be fine otherwise he's like you left this at the house you dropped this it's his wallet with all his you know his id and everything in it and he's like, you know, that says it expires in 1960. That's 25 years from now. And then all those other things are all dated. Uh, you know, those receipts and stuff, they have not happened yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he kind Even of... Even the bills are, like, printed in the future. Yeah, so he, he believes... He, he kind of comes to the point to believe him. And ultimately what he says to him is, 
hey, like this is this is eleven year old you's summer. This is his time to enjoy this. Um, it's not yours anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, clearly this is the best scene because it's also the whole message of the episode yeah. is that you can't be here. But I like the idea that him trying to relive these memories and trying to appreciate it means that he's also taking it away from his younger self. You know, because there's a lot of things that we love when we think about them, but when we when we get them back in some way, they don't hold up to what we remember. Like, keep the memories where they're supposed to be and don't live in that past. Yes. Don't panic. And we let a cat in. I don't want Tara to panic. She's on the screen herself. But oh my god! <laughs> do, do by all means do continue to talk about the end of the episode and uh, what do you think it leaves him as a character? <laughs> uh, no, I'm not going to do that. We're just going to wait. <laughs> I can't do this on my own. This is only episode five. Peter. <laughs> you buckled. <laughs> Was that cruel? I don't know. I'm not ready. Sometimes I'm sometimes, not ready. I'm still in the shallows. Sometimes I have to go over and let, let a cat in. There's a, there's a cat situation happening and it has to happen. Uh, so yeah, at the end of the story though, he... Like, he's learned something from this. It's, it's, it's like, the last episode, the character basically fell into the deep end. It was never going to be recovered. Like, she's gone. She's, she's, she's lost yeah. herself to her memories. Whereas he looks at his memories, realizes that he can't live here all the time, but he has learned something from them. He's learned to kind mm -hmm. of... There's not, like, even, like, a big thing about it. It's just, it's just like, he seems to have a different attitude. He seems to, like, have a, a reignited, you know, fire as his, as his life. He's yeah. like, okay... Um, you know, he, when he shows up there, he thinks that he's been sent. It's it's kind of like he thinks that he's been sent back to let his younger self know to appreciate these moments, yeah. appreciate this summer because it's the best one you'll ever have. That's why he's so determined to like hunt, hunt down his younger self to tell him. But it's really not supposed to be that lesson. It's supposed to be his older self lesson of not living in that past. Yeah. Um. And you know, maybe maybe he'll go back to his job and make the best of. You know what he can now improve things. You know, do things that will actually uh, improve. Find his a merry-go-round. Find a merry-go-round. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe have some nice time off. Find a hobby. Maybe a wife. Mm -hmm. I don't know any of these things. <laughs> perk up, perk up his life a little bit. Be be happy. Mm -hmm. these yeah. Are all but, well, that's his dad's message, right? Like, don't look in the past for for happiness. Look yeah. forward. Yeah, look forward. Uh, which is essentially what he's not doing because that's again we start the episode with him season a rut. It's, like, it's the same thing over and over again. He's not. He's not. He, he doesn't feel like he has a future. He's just kind of doing the same churning, mm -hmm. you know, monotony over and over again. So, um, no, I mean, I mean, the, the message is pretty strong. Obviously, it's got that strong Twilight Zone sci-fi kind of like oh, he time travels essentially. Um, mm -hmm. it goes back at the past and why does he time travel? who knows it's Twilight Zone we don't have to explain that <laughs> he just does nope I sort of saw it as like a like an Ebenezer Scrooge situation where mm. he's just showing him his past he showed himself that's where past. I thought it was going yeah. yeah that's kind of where I thought it was going in the beginning anyway yeah although I did I did pretty much remember this episode when I was watching it yeah I, I, don't, I mean I didn't remember every scene but I remembered the, the, the gist of this one you know but, but mm -hmm. it came up last week so um, I had an idea. I remembered it was someone going to their hometown and going into the past. I remember that that much at the very least. Um, 
the performance from the actor is pretty strong. Like you say, he's un- he's he's immediately unlikable character, but he's not like someone you you hate watching. Like you, you there's, there's some mm. he's human enough that you're kind of along for his ride from the get go. Yeah, I think he starts off kind of in a bad place on purpose. You yeah. Know? Um, and then you're supposed to understand why how he got to that where he is now um, from where he's been and why he you know it's supposed to be a contrast of character yeah and it's one of the more hopeful endings of, of a twilight zone episode because some of them can end with you know like last week it ended with no she's lost that's her done whereas yeah this episode it's like no no there's i mean it's, it's not guaranteed we don't see him actually go and do any of these things or be better but you know he mm-hmm. got out of it he's learned something and can continue on his way life moves on yeah I really did like the the casting of the two the two males also just uh, the two uh, what's his name Marty yeah Mar- Martin Sloan yeah and then Robert's the, and the his dad Robert right I thought they worked really well together and they looked enough alike to uh, to I could buy it as father and son yeah uh, and as you previously mentioned Robert was played by Frank Overton who who was on the hit television show Star Trek the original series. <laughs> I should make that my bit. You should make that your bit. That should be your bit. And I feel like because we're doing a show in the 50s and 60s, you're going to have a lot more opportunities. So yeah, there's going to be so many actors yeah. who guested on they Star Trek. They were filmed in the same place. Like, it's going to happen so much. Uh, yeah, it really is. Whereas I, I got lucky a couple of episodes ago with uh, uh, Drusilla's father. <laughs> that ain't going to happen. Yep. I, I'm going to have to get creative with references. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Going to have to get creative. You're really going to have to stretch it. Yeah. I can do that. I can stretch it. Um, anything else you want to bring up about the episode? Anything that we've, we've glossed over? No. I mean, like I said, I really liked the the look of the episode. I thought it made a lot of choices that I haven't seen yet in the Twilight Zone. Like, even at the end when he, you know, hurts the kid and all the kids are getting off the carousel, that it kind of does that thing where he's almost in the spotlight and everything else kind of dims around him. Yeah, the other thing about that, that scene that I like from a direction point of view is uh, he, as he's walking towards him, because he, he's chasing him at first and then he, after he gets hurt he just starts walking slowly. Everyone on the carousel stops stops moving, right? And for a second I actually thought time froze because all the kids on the, on the, on the horses were all just almost completely still. And then I realised no, they were moving, they, they were moving a little bit, but it was like, it was almost like everything else stopped and it was only him moving. Like It's almost like the, the, the episode held its breath. To see if the kid was okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I thought that was a neat little directing. And trick. he does walk away w- with a limp. He does. You know, yeah. Trying to get back into his car. And he said his car isn't designed for people with bum knees or something. Like, oh, oh, it's, it's, the, uh, it's the stool in the, the diner. The stool. You're right. The diner. Yeah. Uh, and the guy's like, oh, did you get that in the war? He's like, ah, no. <laughs> I was 11 <laughs> years old. <laughs> no, um, that's a solid episode. Um. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I don't know if I'm ready to put it above. Where is everybody? I think those. That, this and that one. I think are the two that are fighting for, for supremacy at this point. But okay, yeah. Where is everybody? Is really good, and it is very Twilight Zone. I don't know. It's got that. It's got the right tone, mm-hmm. and atmosphere that you expect from the show. And this one is because it's hopeful. I think maybe it's kind of lacking that. <laughs> or maybe I just only remember the dark episodes of the Twilight Zone that I think it's supposed to be dark. <laughs> I, I think that might be the case. I feel like many of them have hopeful or, or maybe they don't. Maybe I'm just misremembering as well. Uh, but yeah, so there you go. That is that is a, a walking distance. 
Next... Do you want to rate it? We rated the last one. I don't know if that's something we want to do again. Uh, we can. I mean, we can rate it. Uh, yeah, because the last one I gave like a six, didn't I? Or something like that, maybe a seven? Can't seven. Remember. Was that seven? Mm -hmm. There you go. Uh, all right, what'd you want to rate it then? Out of ten. All right. I do think it's a great episode. I don't see a lot of flaws. Mm -hmm. um, I think I'm going to go with a nine. Nine. Oh, man. Mm -hmm. That's a big, big number. I think it's strong. Uh, I really do. I think the message is clear. It's a good episode. It's got the right tone. It's not quite as ominous as uh, the first one, but I, I, I think it's still pretty great, pretty solid. I'm going to go with an 8.5. I'm going to go okay. just a nudge lower because um, I have to <laughs> I have to maintain my uh, reputation as someone with high standards. Uh, but no, I oh. it's, it's very, very good. It's a great episode, um, but I, I just... There's definitely other ones with a bit more bite that I think maybe are going to speak to me a little bit more. Um, mm -hmm. And whereas everybody, I think, uh, was an example of that. Uh, so at the end of the episode, when he, he's talking about the next episode, he doesn't really give us too much about uh, the plot outside of a man sells his soul to the devil, uh, and there's a you know the, the deal ends in a, like a bad way. It's called escape clause. Um, the 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 uh, description on IMDb reads, A hypochondriac man sells his soul to the devil, exchanging it for several thousand years of immortality. So, that sounds like another twofer. Sounds like there's going to be two characters mainly, going back and forth. I do not yeah. remember this one at mm -hmm. all. I have to, I have to be neither. honest. Yeah. Although we have uh, the new Twilight Zone coming out, and one of the trailers kind of sounds like this premise. Interesting. Are we going to be doing this right before the uh, the new show does the same story? Yeah, yeah, maybe, because uh, it looks from the trailers that we've seen that they're just doing a reboot, like a modern-day reboot of the same stories. That's interesting. It'll be interesting when I see ones, and, like, you know, sometimes I'll see maybe the new one first, sometimes I'll see this one first, depending on which ones they're picking. Yeah, probably. I mean, I don't think they're going to be picking one for the Angels to redo, so. <laughs> that one doesn't really work in a modern time period, I don't think. No, I mean, I don't really... I don't really see Twilight Zone as dealing with uh, like angels and demons and stuff like that. Although this, they do deal with the devil and death. Yeah, death. So maybe de death pops up uh, from Michael. Anyway, uh, so that's next time on on Twilight Zone. That has uh, been episode five. And uh, now my favorite my, my favorite thing to do in this show now is going to be to find mm -hmm. an excuse to wheel over the there and just leave Tara on her own for like a minute and see what happens. <laughs> oh crap! You're not going to edit that out. <laughs> did you actually think i was going to edit that out yeah <laughs> oh no i stayed in oh, damn. <laughs> i thought we were friends <laughs> oh we are which is exactly why that's staying in <laughs> great all right maybe i'll, maybe I'll put Everyone in some gets to see the real me I'll put in some captions. I'll put in some captions uh, at the table as well. Some, some panic thought bubbles. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, oh no, oh no. What do I do? What do I say? <laughs> hey, every so often a cat is going to need my attention over there and you're going to have to be able to go like 30 seconds maybe. Okay. On your own and just, you know, hold the fort, do the show. It'll be fine. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Hey, everyone's been complimenting you. The first episodes went up publicly. People have been saying nice things, saying you've been you've been doing well. 
Well, they won't after this one. <laughs> Salt and like, <laughs> Started strong in episode one, but by episode five, she'd really lost her groove. <laughs> it's a good thing it was a good episode of The Twilight Zone because this review was not. <laughs> Aww. They won't say that. Our, oh, com- no. our commenters on that mean. No, no, they're great. Yeah. Anyway, that has been episode five of the episode. Let us know what you thought of the episode in the comments below. Like and subscribe, all that stuff. Get us on the Twitters at mail underscore fudge for channel updates. If you want to support the show and the channel, you can do that over at patreon.com slash mailfuzztv where you can support the show for as little as a dollar per month. And you get these Twilight Zone reviews a week early if you do that. And you get other stuff early, you get some more exclusive stuff, and you can go do all that stuff. Um, if I'm recommending, if I'm promoting... Actually, you know what, Tara? I'll let you promote something. What what, what other show from Mail Fuzz would you like to promote and let the audience know about? Um, oh gosh, I don't know. <laughs> They're all so good, I can't decide. <laughs> You'll get to pick a different one every week. You're not leaving anything out. You can just just pick one. Oh, okay. Well, watch the uh, the old reviews of the Star Trek episodes that are coming up. <laughs> Great. You picked the Star Trek review. I am shocked. Shocked. I look forward to them every week. Yes. Going um, over season one, which has a lot of real winners. And losers. <laughs> oh, no. There's like one bad episode. You've already done it. And Star Trek, the next generation, season one, there's one bad That's what you're saying to me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows by the time this one comes out? I mean, you might be at Conspiracy. Oh, it's such a great episode. Riker gets to eat some worms. I won't spoil anything else. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm going to remember you said that was great, and I'm going to, I'm going to bring it up. I'm going to have um mm-hmm. have things to say. Anyway, that has uh, been already cancelled. That's been uh, Twilight Zone. I almost said Star Trek there. That has been Twilight Zone season one, episode five. Let us know what you think of the episode. Uh, but that is us. So thank you once again for watching, listening. We always appreciate it. Keep watching TV in the Twilight Zone.